Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 362 for Tuesday, the 26th of August. 2014. That's where we're at. So if you're watching this in 2042 and the technology (laughs) seems incredibly obsolete, now you know why. I am Sasha Dermatis. Hey, I'm Robbie. (laughs) And tonight we're going to be looking at this awesome Viewmaster. Woo! As you'll probably notice if you've watched before and saw that I usually wear glasses, today I'm not wearing glasses and my pupils are insanely dilated, so I will not be viewing the Viewmaster. It just doesn't work. (laughs) Oh, look, it's just like there's nothing in it. Uh, Actually, tonight what we're doing is we're going to be learning how to get the little red thing uh, to the little yellow thing. What? In a game of physics and crayons. Ooh. We're going to install it on Linux. It's addictive. It's crazy awesome, even though it looks like my three-year-old drew it. Yay! But you are going to love it, so don't go anywhere. Sasha? Yes? What's coming up? Oh, yes, yeah, coming up in the newsroom. Google Images may have been hacked this morning. Twitch has been sold to Amazon. An exploit in Android's GUI framework lets hackers access pretty much anything. And a Doctor Who and Sherlock mashup is so realistic, you'll find it hard to tell that it's not even a real show. These Whoa. stories are coming up later in the show. Don't you go anywhere. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Starring Sasha Dermatis. Hillary Rumble. Krista Wells. Eric Kidd. And your host, Robbie Ferguson. Introducing Belltone First, a revolutionary new hearing aid. So small you can hardly see it. So comfortable you can hardly feel it. For the first time ever, you can control hearing aids directly from your iPhone. Pick up the phone, listen to music, and use your hearing aids like wireless headphones. Hear everything that matters. Try Belltone First. For a free trial, call 1-800-BELLTONE now. This is Category 5 Technology TV. This is seriously cool. I mean, who finds I, it like comes across uh, a kit like this in such great shape of Viewmaster slides with the Viewmaster, the original what? patent pending from Poland. What a blast from the past. Where oh, yeah. did you find that? This was my wife's grandparents'. So the same the great as grandparents of with my kids. The newspaper. Yes. Are, right. Yes. We've been going through stuff at the at the old house, and uh, the, this came, came up, and somebody said, "Does anybody want like? Because it's just a ViewMaster, right?" But I'm right. like, yeah. it's not just a ViewMaster. Look master. at this. I don't know if you guys can read that in the middle. They're they're I just cannot. like you. The kids at home don't know what this is. We know what this is. This is the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II. Wow. June 2nd, 1953. 
shot in 3D. So it goes in here like that. And then you just flip okay. through. Yeah, so this is number one. Okay. Wow, so this is... Okay. Describe what you're seeing. I'm seeing view from up above, like almost from a mezzanine. Is it in the same church that um, wow. Prince William and... Millions of people. Let me if see. Let see me this. see. Get it. <laughs> okay, you ready for this? <laughs> to see the crowd? Look at this. They're just the soldiers themselves. Oh, wow. 1953, did I say? Oh, my wow. goodness. 1953. That's incredible. There are all these slides. Okay. The original 3D folks. <gasps> oh, now I want to be queen. <laughs> so I got to go through all these and okay. find out okay. what, what gems we actually have here. They're in quite good shape. Um, I, I saw just a ton that had been purchased because this was entertainment back then. When I was growing up, it was it was kind of a fun thing to it have. It was really cool. I saw zoo animals and stuff yeah. in the Viewmaster. This is how you traveled up. back then. There was no internet and you know ability to... There's Egypt. This is like the original like Google image search. Yes. <laughs> you want to see what Egypt looks like? Okay, let me just get the slide. Wow. Ontario, Canada. Ontario, Canada. I wonder what Toronto looks 1946. like. 1946. Oh, that's Ottawa. It's Ottawa. Ottawa on, Ontario. in Ontario. That's our, like... Oh, wow. Our parliament buildings and everything. 1946. 1946. Wow. Anyway, so that's just a little bit of nostalgia for us. You can't see it because we're not in 3D. That's but right. I thought that was really, really cool. So I'm setting that aside. We're like, are you going to sell it? No. I don't think I could. No, That's, you wouldn't want to anyway. It's just way too special. It's way too cool. Don't end up, though, with this huge accumulation, like in the show Hoarders or something, of all of these things the that the have 1940s. been held forever. Yeah. Oh, some Folgers in my cup. Is that what's happening? Yeah. You want some? <laughs> yes. If you haven't already done so, get on over to our mobile website, m.cat5.tv. And I'm going give to you, give you a QR code that you can scan here. And if you scan that code or just go to the website m.cat5.tv, you're going to be able to check out uh, check us out on your mobile device. Mm-hmm. Compatible with all mobile devices. So uh, if you want to watch live, listen live, or view on demand. on your mobile device, you could call our phone There's here an idea. at 2545 cat TV. That's right. 2545-CAT5-TV. The number's on our website, category5.tv. I charged the batteries. So you can call tonight. There you go. The phone's been offline for a while, and I was trying to figure, why is my phone not working? And the power adapter for the the magic jack had failed us. So I I picked up a power adapter for it, and... Now you can call again. So give me a call. So it was one of those, my computer's not working well. Is it plugged in sort of situations? I get so few (laughs) phone calls because everybody emails that it's like, okay, so the phone's dead. It's not that big of a deal. I know I missed a couple of your calls. I'm sorry. I'm not playing it down. But uh, yeah, give us a call tonight. Even if you just want to say, hey, tell us where you're watching the show live from, uh, what device maybe you're watching on Roku. Welcome to our Roku viewers. Um, And uh, we love having everybody here. And uh, mm-hmm. we'd love to hear from you if you want to say hi. Awesome. We have some new viewers this week. Lucky153 and Firecracker. So hello to both of you. Welcome. Thank you for registering at Category5.tv. Viewers from all over the world thinking of our friends down in California. Hope everybody's all right. 
and uh, everywhere in the world. We're just thinking of our viewers, and and uh, we really appreciate having you as a part of the show. Um, also, uh, somebody was saying in the chat room randomly. The Tim noticed your, Hortons noticed mug. Your mug. Yes. We figured we had to use this tonight before it has to be replaced with the Burger, Burger King, King mug. crown. Maybe you'll get a, a crown when you go buy your coffee now. That would, it be, would neat. be Or you could get a donut and a burger. Or maybe one oh, of those. You, Remember that they had the Krispy Kreme donut bun thing where the, it was a burger? Oh, I'm vegetarian, so the fact that I remember this is incredible. But they had Krispy Kreme donuts instead of burger buns, so they could do that with Tim Hortons now. They put a burger in a donut? Evidently, it was delicious. So forget the Boston cream. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that Tim Hortons started as a burger pit? No. Yeah. And switched into coffee? And, and very soon after switched to coffee and became a franchise but the very first one was a burger pit huh yeah the more you know so they're going back to their roots with this whole buyout thing interesting interesting indeed i wonder if there'll be more tim hortons in the states now that would be good for you folks mm-hmm. yeah there you go it is delicious coffee Although this isn't actually <laughs> Tim Hortons coffee. <laughs> Folgers in your cup, girl. All right. Do you want to tell them what, what networks we're affiliated with? And then we're going to move on with... Uh, we've got your viewer questions. We've got some interesting gaming software to play with tonight, which I'm looking forward to. Are we talking about how Category5.tv is a member of the tech podcast network we're talking about it <laughs> if it's tech it's here cat5.tv slash tpn and the international association of internet broadcasters cat5.tv slash iaib have you at home been uh, kind of following along with our studio d project um sasha and i kind of chat about it every now and again how the pro pro uh, how the progress is coming along with studio mm-hmm. d you know that we're trying to get we're we're working on getting out of this space and i i really you know stu- uh season eight is about to begin it's hard to believe but i think the timing is perfect the timing coincides i believe we're going to be in studio d by season eight's start when is season eight start right? at the end of september the end of september yes so I'm giving myself a month. The first wall of drywall went up this week. So just complete that section of the room. And then we'll just so we've got the there. one wall. Just going <laughs> to kind of mud and tape and paint. And, you know, we might as well do the other wall, too, before we do all that. Mm. That's true. Jot is wondering um, how it's going with the camera donations. It's, uh, it's coming. I mean, I appreciate everybody who's been contributing. Uh, one of the things that you want to do is get onto my blog which is really, really easy to remember. Just look at me. Think baldnerd.com. <laughs> Head over to baldnerd.com because what we've done, what I've done is I've narrowed it down to, I think, five different cameras that we're looking at. Okay. We have enough money uh, from viewer contributions to get the, the entry-level stuff already. That's a good start. And so It's absolutely great. So now we're looking at, okay, now we want to get into the 4K realm of things and there are some really huge advantages to 4k Mm -hmm. Uh, one of the ways i can explain it live on the air we're currently working with a 1080p camera but a 720p canvas so for example i can come in on me and that's a 720p full frame i can go in on on sasha she's a little clearer because this camera is bad on this side but what do you notice my shoulder yes my shoulder's still in the shot we're sharing with a uh, a full 4K 
camera or ultra mm-hmm. hd even which is a little bit narrower uh I, we would be able to digitally zoom right in on your face full frame right uh, and cutting out everything else and it, it would be a really really nice close-up which is great uh, but also if we hold up a product and we want to show you a product we can zoom right in on it digitally without the use of a camera operator or anything like that or having to refocus the camera it's all part of the camera because we've got a huge 4k frame to work with with a 720p canvas that we can move around in that frame so that's one of the biggest reasons that we're looking to to do that Mm -hmm. um, to upgrade the camera we have to upgrade though we can't we can't use this camera in the space unfortunately right so by the end of september we will have enough money Yes. That's the plan. With your support, With folks. With your support. And if you own a business or if you're part of a business and uh, and you want to advertise on the show, that's another way you can support us. And if you if you request specifically that we take some of the proceeds from your advertising and put it toward the camera project, uh, the camera upgrades, and we will do that. Um, so, you know, there are many different ways that you can support us. But go to cat5.tv slash studio. I hope you've been following along with the videos because it's a lot of fun. Uh, what I've been doing is chasing around... Uh, the studio as things are happening with a handheld camera and uh, and getting everything as it's you know from start to finish so you get to see the whole renovation project all the problems that we come up against all the ways that we we're remedying it on the cheap mm-hmm. and uh, and so you can learn a lot from i'm learning a lot about even just home maintenance how to take care of my home as an right. as a fairly new homeowner i bought this house two years ago that's right so you know i, I have yet to get to the point where i need to recock the windows i think this year is it so now you know with, how. Yeah, with Studio D, I've been learning these things. So it's a really good opportunity for me, and I've done my best to follow along with a video camera so that you can learn these things as well. Um, if you have missed the uh, the video portion, you can find them on our YouTube channel, linuxtechshow.com, or you can, uh, you can actually get over to cat5.tv slash studio. Uh, just in case you have missed, here's a really short clip from the most recent video. This is from Studio D Day 15 with myself and Paulo. Oh, you should do that in fast motion. This no? year? Oh, yeah. yeah with, with that song? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, you should do that in fast happening there (laughs) (laughs) paulo had the nerve to say to a former electronica producer oh you should play this in fast motion and and play that song that goes so i literally took him at his word and did a remix of what he said and it may have only been seven seconds long but it was so worth the hour it took were you vacuuming up the dust as it was being created because we figured that we could actually cut down on the amount of mess by if I follow along with the vacuum, which makes me look useful while he's cutting out the drywall. So we cut Did it out. It work? It worked there... fantastically well, yeah. Huh. And it's a very strong vacuum, so it sucked it all out. All that dust. I wonder if there was a way to create something that just did that automatically. I think they have that in a more industrial <laughs> setting. I don't think that ours is the pro way to do it. I mean, we're using a Dremel to cut out the drywall, but it worked. It was cheap. <laughs> and it worked really well. So Very good. 
but we're we're coming along. So, uh, like I say, first wall of drywall is in. Robert has been there. Anthony has been there. Paulo has been there. Krista and Brad have been there, and people are just really pitching in, making this thing come together, and helping us to make it uh, happen for you. Studio D is going to be an amazing thing for our community, for our show, for our viewers, uh, for you at home, especially. You know, think about that 4K camera, and if you're watching this on your TV, on your Roku uh, set top box, it's going to look fantastic. So we want to bring that to you. We want to bring you the new studio space where we can move around. We can have some more fun. Uh, We're looking at, you know, every little detail. Colors. We're matching up colors this week. And uh, so it's very, very exciting. So I'm so looking forward to it. Cat5.tv slash studio. That's enough about that for tonight. Uh, But do please show your support. uh, Send in a contribution to help us make that happen. Mm Mm-hmm. And oh, sorry, I did mention baldnerd.com. Uh, there's the list of the cameras, why, why I'm looking at certain cameras. Uh, we welcome your feedback because I'm still making the decision as to what one I want to buy uh, and wh- what is the best deal for, you know, we want to be good stewards of the money that you contribute to make this happen. Um, so that's where you can actually contribute your thoughts. And if you have a different suggestion, you want to submit that, baldnerd.com. Find the, the uh, uh, new camera for Studio D and you'll be there. Excellent. Cool. All right, folks. So. Are you ready? Yes. For I, Numpty Physics? Yeah. It's this interesting game. It's, uh, it's a free drawing puzzle game. It's got 35 levels that come with it. Uh, so it, it's gaming right out of the, right out of the gate. Uh, but you can also, it's got a level editor. Okay. And it's got uh, the ability to get onto their website, download new levels. If you ever complete the ones that are there, you get bored of making your own. You can download new levels that other users have contributed to the community. But like I say, the game is free, and there are other games similar to this, but they cost about $20 to buy. So here's a free alternative available for your Linux machine. I understand it's uh, cross-platform as well. I only saw the dev packages, and of course, it's in our repositories. So shall we take a look? Yes, we shall. All right. We're going to start on Linux with installing the actual game. Um, So this is available in our repositories. And I'm just going to jump over to my Linux machine. There it is. So I'm in Synaptic Package Manager on a Debian-based distro. And my search is going to be, uh, like Sasha was saying, numpty, kind of like Humpty Dumpty. How many numpties are there? You could type in (laughs) numpty physics, but... There it is. There's the game, Numpty Physics, a crayon-based physics puzzle game. It's a lot of fun. It's incredibly addictive. So get ready. As soon as you click this, you're going to be sitting in front of your computer for at least an hour. This is like Candy Crush, isn't it? Um, in its addictive quality. In its so addictive you're going to be sitting sure. there drinking Tim Hortons coffee playing Numpty Physics. You're going to be figuring out the <laughs> physics behind your crayon drawings in order to get the ball to the star. It's as simple as that. It's a brilliant concept. And, all know. right. All right, let's take a look. Okay, so I'm going to click there, mark for installation, apply. That's how easy it is to install things on Linux. It's going to download it from the web. And as soon as we've got it, there it comes. How easy was that, eh? Not bad. Nice thing. I, I always say it, but I love package managers in Linux. Get used to the one that you use. I'm on mm-hmm. a Debian-based distro. This is Point Linux. If you're on, you know, whether you're on Arc, whether you're on Manjaro, whether you're on Ubuntu, whatever you're on, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. If you're on Fedora, you can use the package manager that's included with that. I'm using Synaptic Package Manager, and what it does is it allows my Linux computer to get any program that is a part of that distribution's um, they're called repositories. Think of you know big pools of software. Mm-hmm. 
So somebody else has already gone out and got this Linux software, put it in the pool, and said, now you can install it easy. So I could do this easily on my laptop. Yes. So you don't have to go out and find their website, download it, compile it, install it. There's none of that. Somebody's already set it up for you through this repository and and, uh, uh, package installation system. It's brilliant. Hmm, so, maybe I'll actually try doing this. And do see. it. It's it's fun and easy. So this is Synaptic Package Manager in ours, and you're on Zorin OS, which right. is also a, it's based on Ubuntu, which is a Debian derivative. All that to say, you will also have Synaptic Package Manager. It's and already there. Yes, but you also um, have one that's called Ubuntu Software Center, because Ubuntu is the base okay. of Zorin OS. And any that are based on uh, Ubuntu now will have this Ubuntu Software Center, which is Canonical's rebranded installation program. And it's brilliant. It makes okay. it very, very easy to install applications, even a bit more attractive than Synaptic Package Manager. It's got some good screenshots, and you can preview what the game looks like and read reviews and things like that, a bit okay. more like an app store. So, And that comes with your system. So look for Ubuntu Software Center on Zorin OS. Okay. All right. So I've already got it installed, Sasha. That was it. Oh, that was fast. That was pretty easy, eh? Okay, applications, games, numpty physics. Okay. <laughs> this is the cutest thing. So in order to start, you, you click on start, and you're like, uh, okay, well, it's not working. It's not working. Okay, no, you've got to draw. Ah. Oh. This is a full physics-driven game. So you, you know, you actually draw things to make things happen so obviously this guy needs to get a hold of that start button so i'm going to draw a little stick to him there we go now we're ready to go okay next okay so i've got to get this ball down the hill and we've got to get it to this star so how do i do that now the the first couple of levels are going to give you advice okay draw that thing so if i outline that all right there oh Okay, and then the ball might roll. Draw another one. Okay, so then you can get creative and say, ah, I'm going to draw this crazy thing. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah All right, Robbie. And I did it. Okay, nice. so you, you can do this kind of, and you can get creative with your physics, and, and you draw stuff that's, you know, they're physical objects that are, oh, now that I'm was completely a, that messed was up. Let's stop that. Okay. So you need okay. to... Okay. So what do you need to do okay. here? So I should show you... I should tell you a little bit okay. about the hotkeys because here I'm in a situation where pressing R is a really, really good idea. So I can press R and I can pause physics by hitting the space button. Okay. R restarts. Space freezes okay. the physical world. So now I can draw my... Hill. Thing. Yeah. And I can... But keep in mind, this is... Oh, this, this is going to launch... This is going to fall. So if I start it now, it's going to start it's falling. Gonna, see? Oh, right. So I need to brace that. It's going to launch right over the stars. Oh, no, it got, got the it. star. Now, that is completely a, a cheating way to do it, in a way, right, to f- freeze time. But it's a good opportunity for you to, to you know, play around and mess around with different types of physics. So I can do something like that, and I can right. draw that, and that becomes my... There oh. you go. Okay. So what you can try is, okay, do it without freezing time. Did it. Get, yeah. And it gets harder and harder. Okay, now I've got to get down to that star. So how am I going to do that? Well, I could draw something, I don't know, like that. 
that's a pretty miserable hill. So if you were to draw a helicopter, would it fly? Why is that helicopter there? I don't know. It's just cute. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to draw a bunch of things to throw at it. Come on. It's got to be a bigger thing. It's got Because it's weighted, right? Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, uh. And, and he does it. Done. There you go. So it gets harder and harder. And remember, there are 35 levels for you to play with. This is numpty physics. It's a lot of fun. Keep it away from your work desk because you are not going to get any work done. Promise you that. Wow. There's only 37 levels? 35 levels 35 out the gate. Levels. Okay. Then you can create your own levels. So you can hit E to edit, and then you can start creating your own level. Right? So your level editor looks the same. Um, and I don't know all the hotkeys, but I'll, what I'll do is I'll post the links for you in the show notes. Episode number 362, uh, just the link right out to their website, or just do a quick Google search whatever search engine you like numpty physics Physics. Um, you know what i like about this is the fact that the background looks like an old like coffee stained scrunched up piece of paper that literally has just been scribbled on by a four-year-old yep i like it but this is uh all ages (laughs) i think anyone will enjoy this for sure and Mm -hmm. it's super super simple so with the 35 levels then you can also get more off of their website you can download a whole package of just tons and tons of levels that have been contributed by other users. Seems simple and strangely addicting. Strangely. How do you like that, folks? Numpty Physics, check it out in your favorite package manager for Linux. And, of course, uh, if you have any levels to contribute, uh, send them our way. We'll give them a try. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready for the news? Ready. Here are the top stories from the Category5.tv newsroom. A repeating image of a car crash appeared consistently in Google search results this morning, prompting speculation that the tech giant may have fallen victim to hackers. The image, which showed a car wreck in front of a Russian stop sign, appeared in Google News and image searches. A Google News search for Obama, for instance, produced multiple images of the car crash accompanying stories related to President Obama. A search for Emmys produced similar results. This is not good. Google's image search was also disrupted with multiple images of the car crash appearing amid the correct results. It remains unclear whether or not the search results were due to a technical glitch that was caused or were caused by hacker activity. Multiple users on the Google search help forum and Twitter discussed the possibility that the tech giant had been hacked, which blows my mind, really. I mean, I guess it's easy for hackers to Oh, yeah. Get in, easy for easy to hack into Google. I mean, <laughs> but it's just so gross and like you'd think I that, think, I don't know. Even what? if it was a, a glitch in Google's matrix, mm-hmm. right? There's still there, like uh, the PlayStation Network went down this weekend due to a hacker attack, and the hackers who shut down the PlayStation Network then called the airline that the uh, that one of the head honchos at Sony mm-hmm. was on one of their planes and called in a bomb threat on the airplane. Whether there was a bomb or whether there wasn't, it was just a show of power, and and so I think people are a little bit on the, on edge when it comes to this kind of thing and and mm-hmm. could it be possible that there is hacking going on because we're very mindful of cyber warfare as a, a new form of of warfare mm-hmm. and it can be frightening when it comes to you know the the amount of our personal information that is available through internet connected 
private servers. Right. It seems right. like we're more and more becoming like reliant and integrated into like, our technology is becoming integrated into our lives. And as that's happening, it's getting riskier and riskier because there's more interest in hacking. Like, who doesn't Google every moment of every day? Something. Like, <laughs> at least here in Canada, I know in other areas of the world, Google isn't necessarily as huge as it is here. But literally, that when I say Google, it's because that's synonymous with search the web, and it yeah. has been for so long. I search everything on my phone, and I don't even know how to search something on the internet not on Google because I like my I swipe <laughs> to unlock my phone, and the, my home page is a Google search bar, and that's yeah. it. So everything I search is via Google. And to further demonstrate how conditioned we are, how many times have I had customers who, went, uh, they're on the phone and I'm explaining to them, okay, now bring up your web browser. Oh, do you mean bring up Google? Exactly. No, I mean your web browser, Firefox, Chrome, Internet Explorer, whatever it is. I oh, yeah, yeah, that's Google. I wouldn't even know. <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to do that on my phone. And here I am. <laughs> yeah. Category five. Get on to linuxtechshow.com if that's you, because Sasha and I actually did a feature, Internet uh, Usage for Beginners, where we talked about the address bar and understanding the difference between mm-hmm. Google, the search engines, versus the address bar. And it's important to note, because one of these particular individuals was searching for their bank to go to their bank. Rather than putting royalbank.com right. in the address bar, they were putting it into search. So they could have gotten any number of shady True. websites that were tricking them into thinking that it was the Royal Bank. I would just like to clarify that on my laptop, I know all of this. But on my phone, right, the phone it's an app, bit, right? It's an Android phone, too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Which is owned by Story Google. That, uh, yeah. So it makes it even more, the line is blurred, <sighs> right? All right? What a headache. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we may know a bit more about why Justin... TV shut down to focus entirely on Twitch. Amazon has bought Twitch for nearly $1 billion. Whoa! Hmm. Now we get it! <laughs> the move, wow. which includes a price tag of $970 million in cash, probably not actual cash, may seem odd to the online retailer's main customers, but it indicates Amazon wants a bigger piece of the multi-billion dollar gaming business. Buying Twitch, a site that live streams people playing games like League of Legends and DOTA2 or Dota2, I don't know what that is, let Amazon tap into the most loyal customers of games, the hardcore gamers. Twitch's approach, live broadcasts of video gameplay, is still in its developing stages. The site originally was a channel of Justin TV, a live streaming site co-founded by Twitch CEO Emmett Shear and Justin Can. The pair launched Twitch in 2011 and rapidly gained popularity, garnering more traffic than video streaming site Hulu in February. Hmm. It's a lucrative opportunity for Amazon, a company eager to tap into the estimated $100 billion gaming industry. Holy. Hardcore gamers are the ones buying gaming consoles and software, driving around 49% of sales, yet Amazon's previous tactics have not reached out to that audience. Twitch could provide a way in. It's a new media channel that allows Amazon to build a relationship with the most loyal of gamers. That's amazing. I mean, good for them. Yeah. Now, will they be playing um, Numpty Physics? Probably. <laughs> we we got to get this on Twitch, folks. That's right. Numpty Fix it. where it's at. Yes. I was a little bit surprised. I think we were all taken aback when they shut down Justin.tv. 
because it was an up and coming really you know it was doing quite well as a as a competitor against Ustream. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I think it's it's be- becoming progressively more difficult to have one of those generic services. I think Twitch is so focused on gaming. You've got to be a gaming channel in order to broadcast there. So it's not a YouTube alternative. YouTube mm-hmm. being another one like Justin.TV that was everything. Right. right? Ustream.TV is everything. Twitch is games. So Twitch, you go on and you play games? It's no, like a game- it's, it's a video channel live streaming video oh. just like justin.tv they were actually almost identical as far as their services go right think, think live video on to, like you click and it's like youtube but it's all live so crazy essentially hmm. so we used to use justin.tv we switched away when youtube live came out because that opened us up to a new audience and larger uh, scale audience so and i wonder how many you know other people went that same route isn't that crazy? Here's something scary for somebody who's an Android user. Oh. So. I am now. Oh, no. I'm an Android user That's now. right. You're an Android user. But I wonder if you'll be quite as affected as everybody else. Not so. Because you don't. Oh, oh maybe. No. Yeah, of course. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah, because you have Wi-Fi. So you'll have data. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I have right. data when I'm connected. What's up? That's true. Tell us about this. This is scary. A flaw in Android's GUI framework let university researchers hack into applications up to ni- with an up to 92% success rate. They tested apps from Gmail, H&R Block, Newegg, WebMD, Chase Bank, Hotels.com, and Amazon. When a new screen or window is shown, the GUI framework allocates the fixed amount of memory in the shared memory register that's proportional to the size of the screen. This memory is allocated inside the app process and shared with a separate window compositor process. Um, shared memory is commonly adopted by Windows managers to receive Windows change, window changes or updates from running applications. When a user downloads a malicious app, the shared memory lets attackers steal information such as logon con- credentials, obtain sensitive camera images such as photos of personal checks sent via banking apps. Oh. That's a big deal. Yeah, I guess that would become a problem. As for fixing the flaw, Newegg's Wu said everyone is responsible, the OS makers, app developers, and phone users. The researchers did a good job of pointing out and educating everyone about possible vulnerability, he continued. Now it is up to all of us to do something about it. That is where I have like a little bone of contention. Because, yes, when you download an app, there is that huge privacy release. But it is extensive and long and seems the same app to app to app, right? So I recently when Facebook started making you download the Messenger app yeah. in mm-hmm. order to receive your messages, I deleted I deleted my Messenger app. I first I downloaded it, then I deleted it. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at my Facebook app, deleted that because I realized all of the privacy um, yeah, and the infringement notorious for changing it. Right. So then I looked through some of my other apps and what the privacy agreements were with those. I actually deleted most of those as well and now I only download apps on my phone that don't need to access things like both of my cameras, oh. my contacts list. So my yeah, my like actual why does why do why does that app really need my camera? Right, GPS, yeah. phone log. You know there are a, like a crazy amount. But the thing is, it was just in my head. Like it was just like a bug in my head to actually look through that. Yeah. Whereas before, I was just blindly pressing accept because 
it doesn't make sense. Like it doesn't give you a scale of one to ten on how sure private or unprivate right. your stuff is going to remain. It you have to actually scroll and oh <laughs> on a little three inch scroll screen. And, and read. Yeah. I think this this problem with the shared memory also is not specific to Android. I think their testing was on Android, but it really kind of goes across all platforms because. As far as I know, all mobile platforms um, use shared memory in order to run their applications because they don't have gigabytes and gigabytes of memory, so they've got to swap out that data and and place it somewhere, and it can be read by other applications, and it's been problems in the past. And even Microsoft has admitted that a lot of their exploits on the Microsoft Windows operating system is because of shared memory, mm-hmm. because other applications can access the data and manipulate the data from other applications. It's so scary. So it's wide scale. This might be an architecture problem, something that in the whole mindset behind how things technological work. Mm-hmm. Now, I wonder if there are safeguards against it. Like, I use Password Box on my phone. Mm-hmm. So, if I access my online banking via Password Box, right. am I less at risk? But, see, that's the thing, is that Password Box, anything, Exa- n- yeah. nothing uh, to do with Password Box, but is Any, is yeah. on the phone. And if the phone has an app that is exploiting shared memory, and you copy your password to the clipboard clipboard if there is one but that whole transaction between your browser and password box for example right. can be intercepted by something that is sniffing shared memory so everything is really a risk yeah like it says in the news story even taking a picture of a check to send to your bank directly through mind. a banking application i mean how secure is your bank's app you would right. think fairly secure right so uh yeah it's a little bit uh a little bit frightful yeah, if you want so, to reach me, you can find me via smoke signal. Yeah, soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for me, it's bat signal. <laughs> I just can't imagine. Okay, we live in. Mm-hmm. All right, fans. Much better story. What do you get when you combine footage from Doctor Who, Sherlock, and some impressive fan-made visual effects? Aside from every fan's dream, you get Who Lock, a mashup between two of the greatest British shows of all time. We would have been way less impressed and not a bit surprised if the video hadn't been much more than scenes from the two shows cut together. But Hulock's creator, YouTuber John Smith, really surprised us with the visual effects he pulled off. If you want to look at how it was made, he put together another video showing the accomplished effects, how he accomplished the effects for the mashup. You may find it hard to believe the video isn't actually shot the way it's presented. Check it out at cat5.tv slash hulock. 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 Unbelievable. It's almost frightening how he was able to take those two shows, the lead actors from each show, and put them together in this short video and make it and color graded every, every detail to make it look like it was shot as a show. I had to do a double take. I was, oh my goodness. I I cannot wait to see it. I actually, it, it occurred to me while I was reading, I paused a little bit after his name. I'm like, a name like John Smith, which is one of those names <laughs> that is just so popular. Like, you're not the only John Smith in the world. Like, no wonder he strove, stro- strove, strived, I don't know, to do something so unique and creative. That's like a huge, huge creative yeah. leap. And you, you, you so. feel me because I'll, I'll tell you a little secret. I got cat5.tv slash who lock specifically because I didn't want to have to say 
go on to YouTube and search for John Smith. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So that one will take you right there. (laughs) A little bit easier. Get the full stories at category5.tv slash newsroom. The category5.tv newsroom is researched by Roy W. Nash with contributions by Tennessee Frank and our community of viewers. If you have a news story you think is worthy of on-air mention, email newsroom at category5.tv. For the category5.tv newsroom, I'm Sasha Dermatis. Thanks, Sasha. Tonight's show... You're welcome. Tonight's show is brought to you in part by Belltone. Learn why Belltone is the choice of millions when it comes to fantastic hearing care. Check out Belltone first. It's a revolutionary made-for-iPhone hearing aid. Visit Belltone.com or for a free trial, call 1-800-BELLTONE now. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Thanks for tuning in to the show. You'll find our website right there, www.category5.tv. I think it's time for us to give away yet another sticker. Another two stickers. Another two. Oh, yeah, there's yes. two of them. There's two. Two per sheet. It's Yippee. a two-up sticker set. Woohoo! Whoa. <laughs> Guys. That's right. You need this. All right. Here we go. Drawbot. Drawbot is... Working is his way into the chat room. Drawbot is an incredible piece of robotic technology who goes out to our chat room find somebody to win and makes them win so could i technically win because i'm in the chat room you're you're like am i dial list oh sorry buddy but you can have a sticker no that's all right i already have two not allowed i have i have two stickers already on my laptop but i do see some names flying around on drawbot whiskey zero and bay programmer definitely garby Cirque user. Whoa! Neon Rust. Hello. Nah, polar bear. Tacos. Is that tacos? If tacos or tachos win this again, (laughs) we're all gonna scream. He's gonna gonna take John's place as the uh, the ultimate winner. Songbird. Heya. And if you have a long username, we will have a great deal of challenge to say it. As it flies by on I'll just make up a word that sounds like what it looks like. Yeah. Hey, I'll get. Hey, Kyoshi Ninja. <laughs> TikTok. Bay Programmer. G-G. Yeah. McRip. McRip and Popey. <laughs> or Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kevin right. Kevin The Zen Guy. TikTok. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Here Whiskey we go. Oh, I remember. Come on. Here we go. Last, last week. This took some time. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I saw Cirque user underscore, and then I lost it. It's just, just lost it. Cirrus Minor, hey! And Nady! Jay Blake, Songbird, Cool Dude. I want to say, I want to give shouts out. It's Cirque user Bo 2 There, we got it. <laughs> DK, my man, Dennis Kelly. Good luck, everybody. This is for Category 5 Premium Vinyl Stickers. Two up. One for your laptop, one for your set of wheels. You can get them in our online store, shop.category5.tv, along with some other great Category 5 branded merch. And our winner tonight of the two up premium vinyl stickers from shop.category5.tv is. Tunnels! Stinking way! Yes! No way! Congratulations. Tachos, we can't, you can't keep winning this stuff. <laughs> this is good. 
That no, is unbelievable. Happen. It's happening. Feel free to contribute it to someone else in the chat room, Tachos, if you like, and they can email me. It seems kind of silly that you keep winning things. I love it. Are you kidding me? Tachos is a hacker. Do you remember during the season, was it the season five when we did it live in front of a live audience? Was yes, that it? Yes. And, and one kid kept winning everything. Kept winning. And that was a random like draw out yeah. of a... And, I think their, yeah. the whole family was there yeah. and gave the kid the stick, the tickets. And yeah. so he kept looking at all the six tickets that he had and he kept winning everything. That I love awesome. when that happens. It's hilarious. I know. It doesn't happen often to me. But I'm on the do not <laughs> dial list. so Or do not call. Ah. Oh, well. This there is great. Go. I like it. <laughs> Tachos. So I can either send you an extra set of stickers, tachos, or if you want to gift them to somebody else, I will send you a personally autographed um, uh, business card from Sasha Dermatis. So you, you let us know what you want to do with that. All right. Well, we've got viewer questions, and uh, I, want to, I want to touch on some before any time passes beyond now. Okay. Is that all right? Yes. Okay. So I have a question from Invisible Mutant, and I am going to butcher this because Amazon. I was not part of this episode. Oh. So, hi, Robbie. I am so happy you were so open-minded. I had a good laugh seeing you guys trying hard on Gloucestershire. Like said, Gloucester? Gloucestershire. 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 It's like I say, Worcestershire <laughs> sauce. It sounds like I just can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was... It was way too entertaining having Eric on the show fixing up the pronunciations. I still remember in the Manchester University campus food court, I was discussing the same topic with my non-British friends. The British lady sitting at the table next to us had a good laugh, too. Here are some extras. Hopefully, Eric won't get accept with, got upset with these counterintuitive English words. When Eric is there, this... Ter- Oh, Eric is not here. It's Sasha, but it's dessert for my show. Oh, okay. The show. Your show. <laughs> the show. <laughs> Click this here. Wikipedia's list of places in the United Kingdom with, what was it? Counterintuitive, Counterintuitive pronunciations. pronunciations. There is actually an article oh. on Wikipedia called List of Places in the United Kingdom and Ireland with Counterintuitive Pronunciations. And when I look at stuff like Gloucester and think, okay, we're taught, you know, hooked on phonics worked for me. Well, no, not so much mm-hmm. this time. It's I think that's bad. Fun. That's fun. Wow. Thanks for the, thanks for the <laughs> fun email for sure. Cheers All right. <laughs> um, this is from doo, 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 Roy W. Nash. Roy. Hey, buddy. Roy W. Nash. Well, it's testing the latest Ken Kden Live, I noticed the Kden Live website that they suggest the removal of the Debian multimedia repository as it n- is no longer trusted. Right. Check out the last paragraph on the site below. He has touched yeah. a screenshot. Thanks for the note. Okay, Debian Multimedia Repository. There's a screenshot, is there? Oh, and a... Yeah. Okay. Yes. If you yes. use the that particular repository for your multimedia stuff on Debian or Debian Derives, problem is, is that whoever owned it, let it expire. Da, da, da. When you own a .com... Don't let it expire, especially if you're using one of those cheap hosting services where you know you don't actually own the domain because guess what? They turn it into a search engine or a bad website or some crazy thing like that. Speaking of that, then 
mine, the sashadermatis.com. Yours is cool. Will it lapse? Like, yeah, you, well, it comes up for renewal. I just renewed it for you because we, can you believe we had it for a year? Um, so renewal time came and went. So, but you're covered. So, you don't, oh, well, thank you. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, what That's happened? Why I don't though, get stickers. And this is on the KDN Live, uh, KDE Land, uh, KD, KDE N Live website. Uh, they do make mention. When you go to the download page, check it out. And thank you, Roy, for pointing this out to our viewers. Debian Multimedia Packages. Do not use the DebianMultimedia.org repository. So that is Debian-Multimedia.org. Okay? So check your repository lists and make sure that that is not in there. Comment it out. The Debian Multimedia.org domain has been bought by an untrusted source. Not to say that they're a bad person, but somebody else has purchased it, and it is no longer in the hands of the person who originally had it. So you want to remove that from your repositories. Yeah, you've got a great hosting package that I've set up for you through one of our partners. They're called DreamHost. And they're one of the companies that they, they I don't know, they're, it's shared hosting. It's really economical. They offer our viewers an incredible deal. Um, they are very reliable. Your blog has been running really well. Email, all that stuff. The .com mm-hmm. is there. If you want to get a website and not be uh, in one of those situations where your website accidentally gets taken over by somebody else like DebianMultimedia.org did, get over to cat5.tv slash dreamhost. And for $70, that's it, $70. Think about that in the grand scheme of... Uh, how much web hosting costs. So mm-hmm. for 70 bucks, you're going to get a year of carbon neutral uh, LAMP, which is Linux, Apache, MySQL, PHP uh, hosting. So it's a Linux server. You're going to get a free domain registration. So that's the sashadermatis.com or the debian-multimedia.org, whatever. You're going to get that okay. included. Absolutely no charge. You get unlimited storage space for your website. You get 50 gigabytes for backing up your own personal files in a private account. So if you want to do an off-site backup, you get 50 gigs free. That's awesome. Think about that for a second. Okay. Hmm. You can host an unlimited number of domain names in your account and have separate websites set up. So whatever you want to do with it, unlimited bandwidth, unlimited email accounts, all for $70. Go to cat5.tv slash dreamhost. And when you're checking out, make sure you use this code in order to get your discount. Cat5TV. All one word, just Cat Five TV. And there you have it. Nice. That's what that's what we got you on. Great and deal. It's great deal. Easy, perfect. Looks great. Are you enjoying it's, blogging? And I am enjoying. I haven't blogged in a week. A week? Well, you're doing pretty good. Well, I, I try and go like once a week. Okay. Sit down that's with my good. blog mm-hmm. once a week. I, the last blog was a very long list of the well. The 15 things that I am yeah, most work. grateful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I need to do another one because I... I was looking. I, I searched through that entry for my name and I... I see. see and I know I know Jot had brought it up as well. <laughs> that I mentioned my family three times <laughs> in Category 5. No times. Sasha that does not considers mean... considers us as part of her extended exa- family. Exactly. Folks. And it just means that I am dedicating an entire blog episode. What is it called? Blog entry? Blog... Yeah. Blog entry? Blog to category five. Oh, it's up and neat. coming just hey that's something see. to look forward to folks it's sashadermatis.com i'm gonna just bring up your face so that they can see the spelling My of your name there it is yes. sashadermatis.com that's yes. all there is to it so uh yeah uh, uh, it's been neat to see some of the comments going on there just as an uh, as a third party um 
and people mm-hmm. are really enjoying it. So I love doing it. And actually, I didn't realize how much I would enjoy following a blog, but my sister just biked from um, That's right, Toronto yeah. to Halifax, Nova Scotia, wow. and she updated her blog. I didn't realize she had one until mm. this point. Okay. <laughs> she updated her blog, yeah. and it was nice to go on and just get a little snippet of you know, a slice of her life here and there. So now I'm realizing that it's not so daunting. At first I was really like myself. I was personally scared or hesitant to do it. And rightly so. It's a a big undertaking. Some people Mm -hmm. don't realize I sat down with a customer today who was asking, you know, should we get a blog? And, And the answer was no in her particular case, because it is a huge task to take on to be a blogger. And if you're going to do it right, um, then you you have to commit time to it. Mm-hmm. You really do. And it has to be a frequent. Like, I, I try and commit to once a week. Mm-hmm. I, clearly, this yeah, past week, good. I did not do, but... But that's great. That means there's current content all the time. Mm-hmm. So keep it up. And I love it. Okay. New question from Peter C. from Indiana. Hi, Peter. Installed in ejabbered ejabbered in virtual machine uh, oh ejabbered e- e- that we did e- uh, several weeks back okay in virtual machine yeah. on top of ubuntu 12.04 could not connect to it used ip address from another virtual machine open suzy on windows 7 that is it oh. okay so you you use the ip address of the server okay yes so i'm going to point you in the right direction too Pardon me, the episode where we looked at eJabberD, that was fairly recently anyways. So I thought... I keep seeing as you scroll through um, pictures of me in the sweater, and oh, yes. it was really a comfort. It is a comfortable sweater. It was really that hot here. that week. Yeah, we <laughs> like, picked- you can all the pictures of me, and my face is bright red, and I look like and we I'm melting. The, the hot days. I mean, it has been today was forty-one degrees Celsius, yeah. uh, and ironically, calling for thunderstorms again. Here we are. Because it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't usually look at pictures of how I am on the and think oh wow I look really really warm because usually I run very cold <laughs> I was sweltering that is a warm comfortable sweater made for fall and winter <laughs> here it is do it yourself instant messenger service episode number 355 355 okay so our viewer peter has installed ejabberd according to the tutorial that i gave it's running in a virtual machine but you can't connect from an outside system to that system this is a a chat server so that you can run your own chat service for your family for your business whatever you want to do for your friends um so I'm assuming that you're on the internal LAN because you're you're just testing, so you should be able to use just the internal IP address in order to connect to it. If not, the first thing that I would check, because the eJabberD server is running in a virtual machine, probably on VirtualBox, um, I would double-check the network configuration of the virtual machine itself. And I'll gladly show you how to do that. I'm going to bring up VirtualBox here uh, on my system. And we just want to confirm that we are bridging the network adapter. So over here on, um, this is VirtualBox. It's a free virtualization platform. Let's see if I still have that virtual machine. There it is, eJabberD. So if I right-click on it and go Settings, 
now we'll see a tab over here called network and of course our adapter needs to be enabled and it needs to be attached as a bridged adapter by default it's going to be set probably to NAT and that will not work because that's that's basically its own private network and it's not going to it's not going to allow outside access bridged adapter will allow you to connect to this particular virtual machine and vice versa it will be able to connect out to your network as part of your LAN as if it was a physical box actually on your network so it, it should resolve the problem if that's what it is um, if that's not the problem then we'd probably need to look at the settings that you're using in your instant messenger application such as Pigeon. Um, but again, if you follow through the tutorial that I gave during episode number 355 and you watch step-by-step, step, ensuring in particular that you have set that network adapter to bridged mode, um, then uh, you should have no trouble. Uh, but that will be the key thing. That will be the most important thing to check right off the bat. Hmm. Okay. Great question. Good luck. Okay, let us know how it goes. Let us know if that fixed the problem for you. Or if it didn't. All right. One more question. This is from Mike. Hey, I, Mike. I am trying to use my Rebel T5 to connect to video like you do in the T2. I used hmm. an HDMI output but cannot get my computer to recognize it. Is there something that he might be doing wrong? Yes, there is. Okay. And now it is up to us to determine <laughs> what that thing is. For one, you're trying to connect it using macaroni. I would suggest an HDMI cable. <laughs> Is it uh, plugged in? Yeah. Did you try turning it off and on again? <laughs> Did you try that? Try it. <laughs> try turning it off and on again. Fixes it every time. I worry when I have questions that I'm going to get answers like you just gave. Whenever it's... <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't working. My laptop. Da, da, da. It seriously, it seriously fixes everything. Off and on again. Yeah, I had a viewer came onto Facebook and said, "I can't work. I can't use your channel on Roku. Roku's not working for me." So, I said, "Did you try turning it off and on again?" And he did, and it fixed it, and he was very pleased. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "Plus one for the IT crowd." Yes, that is not your problem. I'm just goofing around because it's the end of the show and I'm allowed to do that. I wonder what kind of capture device he's using. So you say you've connected your uh, your camera. This is a, a DSLR camera. Mm -hmm. It's being connected through an HDMI output into... Qu'est-ce que c'est? What is it that you are plugging it into? Right? Something in Quebec, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> We're from Canada. That's how we talk, eh? So, I wonder. This is a long shot. My okay. laptop computer has an HDMI output. Right. My video card in my desktop computer has an HDMI output. Mm -hmm. Are you by any chance taking the output from your camera and plugging it into a video output? Did you? How, how do we answer that? Did you purchase an HDMI capture device? such as a Blackmagic Decklink or a Blackmagic Intensity Pro. Did you purchase that? If you did not, you could be plugging two outputs together. Right. The output needs to go into the input. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because a computer has an HDMI output so that you can connect it to a TV so that you can then pull up your computer screen on the <gasps> TV or the projector. Yes. But that same output does not allow you to connect... Uh, an external camera to the computer. 
Okay. Because then you've got output going to output. It's a That's clash something of I would do. Oh, that is something I would do. Give it a look, okay? And if not, get over to uh, cat, uh, category5.tv slash affiliate links. .php or just go to category5.tv look on the uh, the menu for support us affiliate links find uh, B&H photo video get in there and uh, you can get there through cat5.tv/dh for quick link when you get to B&H and the reason I tell you to do it that way is because they are an affiliate partner of category 5 they will kick back a little thank you to us and if this works for you then uh, then we appreciate that very much um, do a search for a compatible device. Depending on your computer, you want to get a DeckLink or a uh, Intensity Pro. And those have HDMI input. Right. That's the key. Output to input. Yeah. I have a feeling that might be the case. So good luck. All right. Let us know. Thank you for the question. And thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. Thank you. Can't believe the hour's gone. Wow. Again. Where did it go? <laughs> this has been Category 5 Technology TV. She's Sasha Dermatis. And he is Robbie Ferguson. Hello. (laughs) And goodbye. And goodbye. (laughs) With that hello, I say goodbye. Have a wonderful week. Uh, Thursday, I'm at Studio D again uh, with Krista and Brad. They are mad experience with drywall. I'm very hopeful we're going to get all the drywall up. Thanks to Robert sealing up the windows and everything and uh, Paulo cutting out the drywall for us. So it's a very exciting time. Check us out, cat5.tv slash studio to check out what's going on there. And that's all the time I got. See you next week. Oh, she moved. It's <laughs> supposed to be a high five. Oh. Thanks, Sasha. <laughs> no and problem. thank you at home. Thank you. See you, everybody. We hope you enjoyed the show. Category 5 TV broadcasts live from Barrie, Ontario, Canada every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching this on demand or through cable TV, check out the local showtimes in your area at Category5.tv and find out when you can watch live and interact in the community chat room. Category 5 is a production of Prodigy Digital Solutions and is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 2.5 Canada. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. 